everybody. Welcome to the Doing the Thing podcast, where we do just that. Doing the thing to help you overcome procrastination and build a legacy of wealth and success in your relationships, career, and business. Today, Phil is going to introduce to to, two folks, uh, awesome, awesome CEO of an awesome company. Phil, go ahead and take it away. Yeah, thanks, Jason. So this is such a cool opportunity for us. Um, our guest is Josh York, and uh, you're going to hear an incredible story about an idea that began at a kitchen table and now is in three countries and 30 states, 250 locations. Um, one of you know the fastest growing fitness concept in the United States, if I, if my memory serves. And so we're going to probe into a lot of things with Josh, and you know it's interesting. Doing the research on Josh that I did prior to the call, it brought to mind, I'm a movie guy, right? So it brought to mind this iconic scene from uh, Untouchables where, you know, Kevin Costner is struggling against Al, Al Capone and Sean Connery says, what are you prepared to do? So <laughs> Josh, start us at 345 this morning. What are you prepared to do to drive the success of your brand? Well, for, listen, first of all, I appreciate you guys having me on, number one. Number two... Uh, look, it's very simple. What I prepare to do every day, be number one, be number one worldwide domination, be better than everyone else. And I don't say that in a cocky way. It's just a fact. It's just a mindset. It's just the way I think it's the way I operate. I do implore you to think the same way, but that's the way I think every day that I'm the greatest. I'm number one. No one's going to stop me because I am untouchable. I do things that other people won't do, and I'm gonna have things that other people won't have. It's very, very simple. But the faster you become comfortable being uncomfortable, you're gonna really start to move the needle. Comfortable being uncomfortable. So let's talk about that a little bit further. And, uh, you know, I have the benefit of hearing the, the kitchen table story. It brings to mind. So Josh had a great idea. Josh, I want you to share that idea in a moment about how you came up with the concept for gym guys. You know, and I'm looking back because you've written a book. I've written a book. Jason's written some books. All of us have that author experience. And so I'll ask a quick quiz and then I'm going to get into that kitchen table story. Um, the first billionaire author. Um, who lived in her car while she wrote, uh, how many times was J.K. Rawlings rejected for the Harry Potter series before somebody took a risk on her? A lot, a lot. 12. Can you imagine? 12. Chicken Soup for the Soul, 120 re rejections before they got published. Probably, arguably, the most successful compilation. My point here is, all those ideas that stir around in the folks' heads that are listening today as they're driving to work or sitting at their station or pretending to, you know, pay attention to a spreadsheet while they're listening to us, we all have these ideas, right? And then we get talked out of them somehow. So, Josh, you're sitting at your kitchen, kitchen table, dude, and you have this idea. Tell us. Tell us. Start there. Yeah, well, before I even start there, I want to tell you one thing. See, here's the problem. The problem is, is that Everyone wants the gold, but people settle for the silver. That's a problem. Ooh. And, you know, everyone, everyone has ideas, and every, but, but people love to do this. People love to complain. People love to be impatient. And people are weak, weak 
people don't understand that leaders are not, are not born. They're created over time. Success is not born. It's created over time. And let me tell you, if, if you could find any child that's been born, and then the second day they became a teenager, literally from being born, <laughs> the second day they become a teenager, please, please show me, because I re would really love to see that, because that'd be some crazy, crazy press right there. But for me, it wasn't actually my kitchen table. It was my parents' dining room table. I started this in 2008 with a laptop and a vision. And I call that vision our guarantee. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. In 15 to 20 years, we will be the largest fitness brand in the world. You mark my words on that. The chances of that not happening, you have a higher probability of seeing elephants fly. What we've done already in five years of franchising, no one's ever been able to do. We are literally in 251 locations. We're in 30 states. We're in three countries, about to enter our fourth country, and we're going to open another 100 and 150 this year in 2020. And when I started this, the biggest problem, look, I've always been in the fitness. I've been a trainer. I love, I love helping people. But the problem is doctors and trainers are no different. A doctor without patients is unemployed, and a trainer without clients is unemployed. And I used to always say to myself, how can I make money when I'm not working? But here I am training, very successful as a trainer, making high six figures, very successful. But it's not scalable. So I literally left my training job to take a $40,000 job at a marketing firm. And here I am now, gave up all my clients and I'm working for a boss. That's the worst thing you could ever do. Leaders will always create new leaders. And let me tell you something, if you spend more time with the people you work with than your family, <laughs> you better like them. So that's very important. So here I am now in this negative environment. I take negative signs and I slice them down the center. I make them a positive. I'm about positivity. I'm about positive energy. I will literally, cut out a family member if they're negative. Gone. See ya. I don't surround myself with it. You want me to tell you about your future? Show me who you surround yourself with. Show me your, show me your friends and I will show you your future. For me, just since we're talking about it, I don't have any friends. I have zero friends, no friends, just don't have friends. Let me tell you something. Eagles fly alone. Remember that. Okay? Very important. I have acquaintances. I do, but I'm just a different type of breed. People don't understand me. People don't understand. I'm not a party guy. I'm not into that. The people I like to spend my time with is my family. That's who I like to spend my time with. But here I am now in this negative environment. I said, I got to get out of this. I got to get back into what I love to do. You got to follow your passion. Whatever you're good at, you got to figure out how you can make money doing it. So I went back into fitness, started building up my clientele again. And then one day, one of my clients at the time came in late and said, Josh, I wish you can come to my house. I just don't have any equipment. And that stuck with me all day. And I was like, man, this is like one of those ideas where it's like, why didn't I think of this? How great would it be if I got a van, stocked it with all the necessary equipment, 365 pieces in each vehicle, enough to provide workouts all year long based upon our three C's, which are the core competencies of this business. And that's convenient, customized, and creative workouts and service clients anywhere. Home, office, pool, park, place of worship, hospital, senior homes, corporations. You want to work out in a closet? We can make it happen. We're going to bring the workout to you. Then I said, well, we need to come up with a great name and a color. Chose red, right? Red represents power, strength, passion, desire. It's energizing. It excites the emotion. It motivates us to take action. We like to say we sweat red day in and day out, and we will spread red 
worldwide. And how did I come up with Gym Guys? Well, there's all gyms out there, but we're going to actually, we're going to be Gym Guys, and we're going to bring it to you. If you actually look in a dictionary, guys, it's not gender-based. It refers to a group, male and female. And then I said, well, I need to come up with an acronym. Gym is get you motivated. Guys is genuine, unique. You can do it, zero excuses. And Gym Guys was born. And here we are today, scaling and growing faster than ever, changing lives every single day. And the greatest thing about our business is we make a difference. Love that. I love that. And I think a lot of your success is attributed to your consistency and, of course, that drive. Um, how many people do you think just uh, get right there? I think you spoke about it with Ed Milet on uh, one of your podcasts. How many people do you think are just like right there, you know, four millimeters from the cusp of actually succeeding and then don't do it? And how, what are some of the things that is in your mindset to, to kind of bypass that and just keep going regardless of whether there's some disparity or, or some roadblocks or obstacles? Listen, pain is a part of growing. Everyone looks at, look, everyone always asks me this question, Josh, if you could start all over, what would you do different? What would you do? And my answer is always consistent, nothing. Because if you go through the alphabet, let's do it, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L. Let's stop at L. Let's talk about losses. When people lose and make a mistake and have a loss, they should flip it and start looking at it as a lesson. You have to learn. You have to grow. You have to go through pain. You know, one thing, since you brought up Ed, we, you know, my friend Ed, when, we, when Ed and I were talking on a podcast, when he was on my podcast, we were talking about this. It's so funny, right? You go to the gym, you work out, let's say, or, you know, or the gym comes to you and you're using gym guys. And at the end of the day, you already know that you're going to experience some pain, that you're going to suffer. Just, it's just known, right? You're, 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 you're going there and you know that's going to happen. happen. Yeah. Yes. The problem is when it comes to life, people look at that and go, oh, like, oh my God, I'm failing. I'm losing. Oh my God. And they stop right away and they quit. People are weak. Look, I do things that people do not do. Crazy things, man. I take a 32-degree ice bath every day. When I do cardio, I duct tape my mouth and only breathe out of my nose. I put myself in such uncomfortable situations, and most people would never do it. Number one, you'd go right to the hospital. And number two, you just wouldn't be able to push yourself because people's minds, they don't work on their mindset. See, business in general, it's really 80% mindset and about 20% tactical, okay? If you don't have the right mindset, you're not going to make it because, listen, if you want to be big-time successful, you want to make big money, you want to do big things, well, you're going to solve and deal with big problems. If you want to make little money and have little success and go home, which is fine, too. There's nothing wrong with that, but you're going to have little success. It's quite simple. Normal doesn't work. People might refer to me as weird, crazy. You call me crazy, that is the highest compliment you can give me. I appreciate it. I love it. Because I am crazy, obviously in a good way, but crazy has got me to where I am today. Crazy has keep me disciplined. People think it's, it's possible to be motivated every day. It's impossible to be motivated every day. You have to be disciplined every single day. You got to be focused. And you got to be a good actor. 
Because if you're trying to lead your team, your troops, and you're trying to go to a level of success, you're not going to lead them if they feel your true colors. When you're having a bad day or something happens or someone quits or there's an accident or whatever it may be, only the strong survive. It's very simple. Wow. I had to take a deep breath after that and absolutely love everything you just said. So, hey, I want to pick apart some things because, um, Josh, there's a lot of folks that listen to us that, you know, they are uh, coming, stepping off the treadmill. And this is what I mean by that. Sometimes in life, life just puts us in a place where we step on a treadmill and we're just marching in the same place. We're not getting ahead. We're not getting behind. We're just moving in place. And then we wake up one day and realize, my gosh, I just gave five years of my career at a place where I wasn't happy. I didn't like the boss. I didn't like the vision. Now I'm potentially getting downsized. And they step off that treadmill and realize there's a whole world out there in front of me. And then, you know, like every great vision we may have for ourselves, there are people who can't see that vision, who can't get inside our head and understand the visionary thinking we may have. So if I remember correctly, isn't there something about a Swiss cheese day and a story about how that originated? Yes, I have a national holiday. It's my own <laughs> national holiday. It's on August 1st. It's called National Swiss Cheese Day. I've had it since 2007. I used to train a very successful billionaire. Not a millionaire, a billionaire, someone I really admired. And uh, before I started Gym Guys, I planned everything. And I'll never forget, I was so excited to go in that day and tell him about, you know, about Gym Guys and what I was going to do. And he laughed in my face. (laughs) He said, Josh, 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 the business model's like Swiss cheese. It's got too many holes in it. You're never going to succeed. And I left there, and I'll never forget getting back into my car, and I was like, man, I was like really upset. You know, I had like anxiety, like am I making the wrong move? And, you know, I have, I, at, that, that, at that point, that day, I created the five-minute rule. And the five-minute rule is, you, go, you, you know, you want to be upset about something, you want to cry, you want to put a pacifier in your mouth, you do it for five minutes. And then after five minutes, you let it go. Because the chances are, it's not going to matter in five years. So I said, screw him. I choose my own destiny. And I just use that negativity that he gave me as fuel. Well, fast forward, seven years later, I'm on the front page of the New York Times business section, disrupting the fitness industry. And guess who makes a phone call to me that day? Bobby did, because he saw it. Oh, Josh, I'm so proud of you. I, I knew it from day one. I believed in you. And I'm like, what are you talking about, Bobby? I was like, Bobby, you told me my business was like Swiss cheese. And believe it or not, I never used to do this. But now since you called, I'm going to start doing it. I actually, every year on August 1st, I saved the date you told me that. And I buy a half a pound of Swiss cheese. I don't even eat it. I put it on my desk. If I'm traveling, I'll literally stop at a supermarket or deli to pick it up and just hold it with me all day. But now since he called me that day, I FaceTime him or send him a video every year, wishing him the best and telling him, thank you so much for motivating me to continue to just prove you wrong and believe in myself. You have to believe in yourself. You know what the problem is? Here's the problem. Everyone is scared. When you become living, when you become living fearless, your life will become limitless. Fear stands for a very simple definition. False expectations appearing real. 
Yes. I'm not scared of a I'm not scared of a freaking goddamn thing. Nothing scares me. I am solid and my mind is so tough you can't break me down. When you start living your life like that, that's when you start winning. I could tell you stories of what I've been through that will give people instant ulcers and literally they'll have to go into the hospital of what I've been through. But I don't stop. Because the problem is, it could be the next day that a door opens that changes everything for you. And sometimes people are so close, and then they just quit. You know, it, when you talk about fear, everybody has different types of fear. Some of them fear of losing. Some of them actually fear success. You know, and, and that's some of the things that we talk about all the time, Phil and I, in our coaching practices is, you know, helping people overcome those uh, false expectations appearing real. Um, starting out, did you have any kind of fear of success or, or fear of failure that you had to overcome? And if so, what did you do? Oh, listen, of, of course, man. Everyone's got self-talk. Everyone's got that negative self-talk. You know what I do? I've been doing this for years. I love getting a freaking large cheese pizza and 12 donuts. I do it once a week and I eat the whole thing. No joke, the whole thing. And what I do is every time I have negative self-talk, I think about pizza and donuts. I swear to you, it's what I do. And it makes me smile and I just lose my thought and move on to the next thing. Everything is about training. You think Michael Jordan was Michael Jordan overnight? Got cut from his high school basketball team and he kept practicing. You think when they told Walt Disney he has no imagination, you think that stopped him? Look what that man created. They told Oprah that she's the worst TV talk show host in the world and she'll never go anywhere. The bottom line is everyone says practice makes perfect. Practice does not make perfect. Practice makes permanence. But you got to perfect your craft. You got to get better every single day. You got to be consistent. You got to never stop. Dude, nothing stops me. Weather, the natural disasters, nothing ever stops me. I work when I have the flu. I haven't got sick in years, but I have the flu, I work. Nothing, nothing stops me. Nothing, nothing, ever. So, so funny your, story, your actually. This is, this, is, this, is actually, this is actually a really funny story, and it relates so much. So um, it's actually hilarious. So this was, let's see. Um, but my first TES show I went to, I forgot what year it was, but I think it was in 2015. I don't know if anyone even knew, but I was so sick. I had food poisoning from the hotel. I was like deathly sick. I'll, I'll never forget it. Most people would have been in their bed. I was going back and forth to the bathroom. I was throwing my breath, really puking my brains. I was so sick. And no one even knew, but I was really hurting, man. I was so nauseous. People would be curled up like a bull in the bed but I have allowed my mind to take over. And I literally, and this is like a game I play with my head all the time, is I, I, I kind of like create, I've created like an alter ego for myself. And I always believe I'm that person. And I always put myself in a different place. And that's what I did that time when I did that show. And that's what got me through it. But you literally have to create your version of what you want to be and believe you're that person. Believe you're that person. That's how you win. You gotta believe it. If you don't believe it, you're never gonna achieve it. I'll tell you that right now. Visualization is the number one most important thing to success. I don't care if you tell me I'm crazy. These are actual, there's actually science to back this up. Visualization. 
And there's also, there's a part of your brain called the reticular activating system. And there are neurons in your brain. And obviously your brain can only contain so much information. Now in the reticular activating system, who do you think programs that? You. If you think people hate you and they don't like you and everyone hates you at your job, every day you go there, what's going to happen? You're going to think that and you're going to feel that and you're going to put negativity out there. You program that. Start programming it in a different way. Start thinking like you're a winner. Start thinking like you're number one. Start thinking like you're unstoppable. But you always got to come back to, the, to where you started. You know, I negotiated a deal with my bank a long time ago. I asked them, can you please give me one bank account? One bank account that I have no minimum on, please. And they said, okay, sure. To this day, I have one bank account that has $1 in it. Literally, $1. I haven't missed a day in 12 years. I look at it every morning. And I actually believe that I have $1 in my bank account. And it keeps me freaking hungry every single day. Because you know what? The minute you get too comfortable is the moment someone's going to steal it from you. And no one's stealing anything from me. And when you start thinking like that, and you start visualizing these things and believing and putting yourself there, you will always be on the top. But being at the top, comes with a lot of sacrifices. You have to sacrifice. You have to be willing, like I said, to do things that other people won't do. Hey, let me ask you, Josh. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I had the chance to download your book from Amazon. Congratulations, man. That's a milestone not many people meet, and especially not somebody <laughs> launching a brand that is now in three countries and yeah, 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 look, 251 locations, so not like you have a ton of spare time there, bro, but uh, you did, and, and you pulled it together, and why did you write that book, Fuel? So, honestly, look, a book, a book is like a glorified business card, and I'm just being real, man. I like to give it to you real, okay? You know, but really what I wanted to do with the book was I wanted to be a very quick, short read, and I just wanted to give a taste to people to understand what it really takes to be successful. And I didn't even put, there's like 90% of things I didn't even put in there. I'm saving it for the next one. But like some of the stories I put in there are things I used to do. And, you know, my, my van had a flat tire and I once ran to a client in the freezing cold during a snowstorm. And I showed up, I was sweating out of breath. And the client said, what, 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 where's, where's the van? Well, why, what's going on? And I literally, I was on time, but I ran there and I was like, well, the van broke down. Why did you call me to cancel? I'm not canceling it. It's your session. I just wanted to share stories and paint the picture of what it takes, what it looks like. And, and what are the fundamentals, you know, the fundamentals of really building a great starting foundation of what you have to do. Look, the problem is no one understands and people always look at the finished product. No one ever looks at what it took to get there. And I promise you, if you can introduce me to one successful person that hasn't dealt with so much pain, I'd love to meet him because it's impossible. There's no one out there that exists like that. No one. No one. And I can go through days upon days of things I've been through and days I've had. And you know that feeling when you get bad news, you get that little, little, little pit in your stomach, that anxiety pit? I have learned yeah. over the years how to control that. I've learned over the years how to become numb to that. Numb. I'm literally numb to it. 
It does, it does not affect me anymore. Just like if you hear of like these UFC fighters, what they do is they take broomsticks and every day they tap their shins. And it takes years, but what they do is they're killing all the nerves in their shins so they can kick with their shin. Because, you know, if you get hit in the shin, it's like very painful. But years and years of continuously doing that, you kill all the nerve endings in your shins. So when you kick someone or you kick a pad or a break, try to break a wood or whatever it is, you don't feel it. Everything takes time. It's patience. People don't have it. And in the world we live in today, it's, it's sick. You know, like it's sick with social media. Like I just heard this the other day and I thought it was genius. There's an actual company you could pay to go pull up to a private jet and have a Rolls Royce out front and do a photo shoot and set it all up to make it look like you're going on a private plane. And it's freaking genius. But it's so sad that people have to do that. I also heard, because I got a buddy in the industry, that MTV crib show, you know, half the stuff that goes on that show is all staged. Some of these people don't even have that. Some people use other people's homes. It's all, it's all BS. There's so much smoke and mirrors out there. I like to just give it to people real because this is what it takes. And if you're a real entrepreneur, you understand what the hell I'm talking about. I suffered. My God, I suffered for years and years. Every single week had to make payroll. Every single week. And finally, it stopped and ended. I, I could just, I could be here for hours telling you stories, but yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know, kind of going back to the social media thing, you know, it is pretty sad that, that people think that they have to sneak up to somebody's nice car to, to take a picture of it, just to, to show how successful that they are to social media and their followings, to one, keep their following, and, and two, make themselves probably feel better, even though pictures of cash you know on their instagram everybody's seen those instagram photos right um real entrepreneurs don't tend to do that (laughs) because you know that struggle and all that hard work it it actually humbles you a little bit um tell me josh um you know your your podcast is fuel to drive your book your drive what is why do all this why why all the hard work, all the grit, uh, everything that you're putting out in your company, expanding into countries, everything? Like, what's what's your overall goal, man? I'm gonna be the greatest to ever do it. Just that simple. I'm gonna be the greatest to ever do it. I don't care. People could laugh, say whatever the hell they want to say. <laughs> you watch. I'm gonna go down history as the greatest to ever do it. I will be known. I will. I will be able to create. You know, first of all, I want to be a role model to my to my children. That's very important to me. I had a very rough life growing up, and I want to be a role model to my kids, and I want to be the best father I can be, which I, which I obviously put a lot of my energy and focus on, a lot of my energy and my focus on. Um, and you know, that's something that, that's something that is very important to me. But it, I just look, I've never had anything handed to me. No one's ever given me money. I started my business bootstrap of fifteen grand, and you know. Everyone's got excuses. I don't even share my personal stories because it's, it's, not, it's not relevant. It's just not relevant. But growing up for me was not, was not great at all. Now, people can sit there and cry about it and, you know, put the pacifier in their mouth and be that person that's, you know, but you know what? If you take action and you just do it and you just go out there to be the best you can be and put that work in every day and feel proud of yourself, it's about how you feel. 
I feel fantastic every single day. And that's what it's about. And that's why I do what I do. I love what I do. It's not work. It's not work. I love it. I'm obsessed with what I do. And it's so special to me when I get that. You got to see these messages I get. It's crazy. From LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok. I get these crazy messages. I got a message about five months ago. This kid was going to commit suicide and came across me. And he's been following me. And he said I saved his life. I literally got emotional when I was reading it. Now, some people, you know, live at their ego and think they're too cool. They don't respond. I literally asked him for his phone number, and I called him on the phone and talked to him. His name is Jared. And he was crying on the phone to me. And it moved me in such a way I can't even explain it. And he said, thank you so much. You know, such a sad story. This, this poor kid, his mother had a very bad problem. She would leave him and his brother just alone. Their father passed away. And it would just leave no food in that. It was just a, so such a sad story. I don't even want to get into it. But I saved this kid's life. Now, obviously, in the business, we help people every day. And you know, we literally change people's lives and help a lot of people. But, like, this was just so moving to me. So I'm putting stuff out there. It's so positive, And it's just, it's just, I just, it just makes me feel great. And, you know, I love, I just love what I do. Man, that's such an inspirational story. And, you know, it, it speaks to the point that our life is a beacon to others when we don't even realize it is, right? We just go about our day. We deal with our own shit. We deal with that internal voice and we tell it to shut the hell up because we got stuff we want to do. And other people are looking at us, perceiving all these things about us. And we don't realize sometimes how we affect the lives of others in such a, my God, life-saving way. Amazing story. And so I want to drill into something with you because I think we can all agree success in whatever you do is all about the daily disciplines. It's not sexy necessarily to get up at 345 and do the things that you know your body hates to do at 345 like exercise. But once you do, you feel so good about it. And so, yeah, I think about that song you mentioned, UFC. They used to have the theme song, Face the Pain. And it seems to me like daily disciplines, good processes, getting up at 345, facing the pain, doing the things you don't want to do. So talk us through that day, man, because we've got people listening to us right now that perhaps don't have the same daily disciplines. And what are the things they could learn from you and implement tomorrow morning that would change their life tomorrow? Yeah. Absolutely. Now, look, I'm not saying, look, I have my, obviously, my beliefs. I'm not saying you have to wake up at 345 in the morning to be successful because you don't. Some people might not work well, and some people like to stay up late. It's really what works for you. But my schedule is I'm up every day at 345. I eat the same breakfast. I move, I move at the same pace every day. I take the same step, the same turns. I am calculated. You could have a sniper outside my door. He or she would get me every single day. That's how, that's how on point I am. I pass the same place every day at the same exact time, <laughs> to the T, to the T. I got my workout in. My workouts are crazy intense. I could burn anywhere from 1,800 to 3,000 calories in a workout. I'm being dead serious with you. Uh, most people would need a defibrillator and end up in the hospital. I've trained myself over, year, over the years to, to train the way I train. I'm very intense in everything I do. I do not drink coffee. Um, I'm definitely, obviously, you know, very different, and different is obviously what works. But, um, you know, after I get my workout in, depending on my day, whether I'm doing cardio, intense cardio, my sauna, every day, seven days a week, I take an ice bath. Right from the ice bath, I let my body naturally warm. Then I take a shower, finish up with an ice cold shower. Uh, ice bath for three minutes at 30, anywhere from 30 to 34 degrees, depending on uh, the temperature I can get it to. 
Then I take another cold shower for another three minutes every day. Then I get ready. I'm in my office by 7.15, 7.30 at the latest every day. Um, and depending on my schedule, even when I travel, you want to talk about discipline, I literally make sure I have all my waters so I can get hydrated at my hotel room. I literally make sure the, the room delivers ice to me every single day. I will pay to have ice delivered to my room, and I have to have a bathtub. Nothing changes. I've literally been travel. I've traveled to places that I had to tra literally travel on an Uber an hour to go work out because a hotel gym is not going to do it for me. I am consistent, disciplined. That's what you have to do. And then I'm, you know, I'm grinding all day. I'm working. I, I get a lot of emails, a lot of phone calls, a lot of things going on, on a daily basis. But I get anywhere from 700 to 1,000 emails a day. Um, and then, you know, I'm usually home anywhere from 7 to 10 o'clock at night. It really depends on the day. And, uh, you know, I work seven days a week, seven days a week, 24-7. I never stop. I never stop. You want to fall asleep? You want to talk about work-life balance? There is no such thing as work-life balance. If you want to be successful, there's no such thing. But there is a such thing as called time management. And I'm the king of it. So what does that mean? Well, I still put my kids to bed. I am still spend plenty of time with them. I'm not a father who's not around. Yes, I do travel a lot. Yes, I do. But I always make the time. And that's why for me, getting up early works. It allows me to get everything done. It allows me to keep my sanity. It allows me to stay in my routine. But you have to be good at time management. But work-life balance, eh, no, doesn't work. If you want to be successful. If you don't want to be successful, then yeah, whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I, I don't watch TV. I, I've never even turned on Netflix. Someone laughed at me two weeks ago when I said I'd never used it. I haven't watched a TV show in my God, probably 20 years. You know, I'll sit down maybe, a, 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 you know, on a clip and watch the news for five minutes, but rarely ever happens. I focus on things that are going to generate success in my life and make me happy. Watching TV, I can care less about. It does not make me happy. It does absolutely nothing for me. I have more important things to do, but that's really a breakdown of my day. And um, another thing is I continue to fill myself with content every single day. You know, even if there's books that I know everything about pretty much, I still would read the book. Uh, just to get one nugget out of it. I try to crush three to four books a month. Um, I try to listen to anywhere from five to 10 podcasts a month. And you just got to be constantly a learner. doesn't matter. You do, not, you do not have all the answers. And even if you get one little thing from one person, well, you're ahead of the game. And it's a shame that most people will listen to this and never act or do anything about it because they're just lazy. But what's available to people today, it was never like that. Never in a million years was it like that. Now you're so lucky. You don't even have to go to some seminars because this stuff's all online. Or if you can't afford a seminar, what, well, what's your excuse? It's the, the whole seminar is posted on YouTube. You can watch the whole thing right in front of your TV. But do it. People don't do it. Everyone's got an excuse. Excuse doesn't equal execution. Remember that. Absolutely. Um, and, yeah, a lot of people go to those seminars. They get a lot of great content out of it. They're, they're jazzed up. They're motivated for about a month, and then it goes away. Um, what, yeah. You have a lot of cool time management ideas in, in, in some of your content out there. Can you share with us some of the things that you, you like to use for time management? Yeah, so, um, you know, there's a lot of different things that, you know, I use for time management, but it's really it's really just based on, you know, my, you know, my own disability to manage time. Right. It's really just based on my stuff. Right. You know, I, I, I just created a schedule and I just, I, I'm just the king of it. Listen, you cannot tell me it can't be done. You can't tell me it can't be done. I don't, there's no time in the day. That's the biggest bunch of nonsense. Just, it, it is, it just is. 
You can always get anything on every single day, but you have to make time to do it. And you got to figure it out. For me, I just, I just really, I schedule out my day every day. I'm like I said, I'm to the T. My clothes are waiting for me. Everything's done the night before. My breakfast is ready. Everything is ready for me. I don't like wake up and like twiddle my my fingers and say, what do I do? I also wear the same clothes every day. I got 50 of the same shirts, 50 of the same pants. I wear the same thing every <laughs> single day. And it's funny, you know, I've been doing I this like my whole it. life, but 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 it, apparently some other people do this. And I I heard an interview about like I don't know two three months ago. Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. Does, he does the same thing, and I, I actually didn't know that until I heard this. And he just said, yeah, it's one less decision I have to make. But you know, I was like, oh, well, look, I'm doing the right thing, obviously. But you know, this is just something I do. Um, and you know, I just like to make it simple and easy. I'm a very simple, easy guy, and uh, that's how I manage time. Moves the clutter too. Hundred percent. So I want to circle back to something that you said earlier because um, you talked about putting in the time, and uh, I think it was Malcolm Gladwell, the the ten thousand hour hour theory. Um, oftentimes we get discouraged because we're looking across this huge gap, right? This big canyon. We're saying across that canyon is where I should be right now. And here I am today, forgetting that we can just take a step today, right? And so the 10,000 hour theory says, if you do anything for 10,000 hours plus, you become a worldwide expert. If you're committed and you're really putting in the serious work and that work can start as quickly as one hour a day listening to podcasts, reading, and it sounds like you've got that daily discipline. And if you had to advise somebody who really is hearing this right now, they're inspired, they're fired up, they're like, damn it, I've got some ideas. What would be the very first thing you'd tell them to do? Start now. That's it. Okay. If you have a watch, take, take a sticker and cover over the dials at a time and just write N-O-W. And stare at it every second and go now. Do it now. The problem is people are going to listen to this and do nothing. Do nothing. I give out some golden secrets and nuggets, golden nuggets of things I've done. And I just know no one's going to act on it. I just know. I just know. Just not, people are just not going to act on it. You know, like I just, I could just tell. I, I just, I have this like weird intuition. I don't know if it's another sense, but I just, based on seeing, seeing somebody, I just know if they're driven or not. I just, within five seconds. Literally, within five seconds, I just know. I just get this weird vibe. I can't explain it, but I just know. And I'm pretty much 99% spot on every single time. Most people are just weak, won't do it. And the question I always ask myself is, you know, look, would this, per would, would this person, would this look like the type of person who would jump right in an ice bath? Is this the type of person who would literally be able to get hit in the head so many times and then get back up? I don't mean physically hit in the head. I mean, like, mentally hit in the head, you know, because mental toughness is everything, everything. But you just got to start. There's no, there's no secret formula. Everyone's listening to these stupid books, how to, how to make a million dollars in a month. That's the biggest bunch of nonsense. If it sounds too good to be true, I promise you it's not true. Okay. I promise you there's no secret to success. It's called hard work. It's called hard work. It's called ups and downs. It's called strapping in the roller coaster and get ready for the craziest ride you're ever going to take in your life. And I think uh, back to your point, like how most people, they just don't start. Um, I think there, there's a lot of folks out there that are uninspired. They don't, they don't have their why. They don't, 
they don't have that. I just want to be the best there ever was and just do it the best that ever was or have ever has been. They just don't know it. They, they don't have anything that they, they want to accomplish. And, and sometimes they need a little bit of coaching on that. Sometimes, you know, listening to, you know, folks like you, you know, folks like Tony Robbins or Ed, uh, listening to those guys, Andy Priscilla, uh, listening to them figure out, it's like, wow, this is amazing. I do want to have that. And, then, and they, they create their why. Um, but, yeah, I mean, back to um, – doing seminars and doing all that stuff and everything kind of goes away and what i'm getting from you josh is just you just got to have that discipline you've got to just got to do it <laughs> that's the best way i can put it this is this is this is not rocket science you don't need a phd <laughs> this is this is, yeah, this is yeah. quite this is this is quite simple as it gets man you know josh it's interesting i want to get your take on this um one of the things that i with folks that i work with i I challenge them to an exercise, and it's amazing how difficult this exercise is for the majority of people that I work with. And I say to them, listen, if you do what you love, you're going to be successful. If you, if you do what you're good at and what you love doing, you're going to be successful. So drill it down to the three things that make you tick, the things that bring you joy in your work life and your personal life. Drill it down to those three things and tell me what those three things are incredibly difficult exercise. So I'm going to put you on the spot and I bet you, you perform, but what are your three things, bro? The three things that I love, number one, are fitness, making a difference in the world and just change in general. And that's what I love to do. And all those things tie into my business. All those things tie into everything I do every single day. They align with everything I do every single day. And this is the key to success. So I love it. Yep. So I think that's a good segue to to kind of wrapping it up for today, Josh. I just want to personally thank you uh, so much for being on the show today, uh, sharing some of these insights. Um, can you tell tell our audience uh, what's the best way to kind of follow you and and find you and the gym guys brand. Absolutely, you can find me on 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 Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, uh, Josh York GG. You can find the website gymguys.com. <laughs> if you want to learn more about franchising, obviously you can click and learn more about franchising. But if you just pretty much just you know go online anywhere, you you could you could find me. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate you having me on the show, guys. Um, it was it was really uh it was, it was a great time. Blessed to have the opportunity, and uh, you guys both are you know. Not just not just personal friends of mine, but I like you guys a lot, so I appreciate it. Oh man, awesome, awesome honor on our part. Inspiring. I'm fired up. I just want to jump on top of my desk and start doing push-ups. <laughs> if I didn't have an eleven o'clock call, I would. <laughs> but Josh, thank you for sharing that story, man, and thank you for the energy you brought to this conversation. And to all of you out there that are listening, we heard some really great takeaways. You know what? It starts with now, right? So write the word now, like Josh said, down and below it, write three things you can do today, you know, before you close your day off. What are the three things you can do a little bit differently? You know, think about if you, I'm right-handed, I try to write with my left hand and it looks like chicken scratch, right? That's because I haven't practiced, it's uncomfortable. What are those things that make us uncomfortable that drive us to further performance? And this is something that Josh did starting at that dining room table in his parents' house. Like, hey, I got a great idea. Oh, it's Swiss cheese, really? Let me show you how you're wrong. <laughs> 
absolutely love that, dude. And these are words to live by. So such an honor to have you on the, on the call today, Josh. Thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys.